Hey everybody, this is Don. Um, so, as you've heard recently, there's a lot going on in our private lives that we're trying to um, work around. Unfortunately, um, it has come to a point where we will not be able to record for a couple weeks while we get things situated and settled. However, uh, we didn't want to leave you with nothing. Uh, in the past two years, uh, our sound quality has gotten better because I've actually learned how to uh, correct the sound issues that we had in the beginning and, and make the, the voices and the audio sound more um, even. And um, there's just some episodes that we're super, super proud of that we've done. And one of those or two of those is the Carl Tanzler episode, uh, which uh, goes all the way back to our first year. It was our Valentine's day episode. And um, it was a long time ago, but we're really still, still really proud of that. And we want to um, kind of uh, introduce other people to it again, because it was so far back. It was like our 24th or 25th episode that we recorded and we've almost done 200. So uh, what we're going to do for the next couple episodes, probably um, we're going to, I'm going to re edit and re uh, digitally remaster the Carl Tanzler episodes and um, re release them for people who haven't had a chance to go all the way back into our um, catalog because uh, this one we're really, really proud of. And we'll probably um, either reach out to some people um, to see if there's like a fan favorite or maybe Josh and Ruben have a favorite that we, if we have to continue this. But for now, just uh, enjoy one of our favorite episodes, Carl Tanzler. It's two-parter. And it features uh, our good friend of the show, Kat, in her first appearance. And uh, we will be back. And we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming as soon as we possibly can. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much for dealing with us while we uh, reconfigure our lives. Bye. Two Towns Over is a podcast where we explore the fascinating world of urban legends, conspiracy theories, and campfire tales to find out if there are any truths behind the legends. With dark humor and natural curiosity, we tackle the darkened streets of the town we all know. Welcome to the town with no name. This is Two Towns Over. I believe you about D&D. <laughs> okay, so you if I do the same exact thing that I did the first time okay. in this one, I'll be fine, right? You'll be fine. You guys aren't going to kick me out. No. no. We're not going to okay. kick you out. I don't have the right to kick you out of this place. Quit being so fucking paranoid. I'm a woman. I was trained to. All right. Damn. So Shit. Before we, before we get started on the next episode, I want you guys to listen to a little snippet of La Boda Negra. Oh, the song? Yep. Oigan la historia que contó mi un 
So that was their song. And on that note... Their song. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. That was the song that a psychotic, horrifically deranged, quote-unquote, doctor said that he decided was their song after she was already fucking dead. (laughs) No, she was still alive when he decided that. She was Uh, still alive. Yeah. She was dying. But I am absolutely convinced that it was probably just translated for him and then he convinced he was convinced right. that it was their song yeah right exactly yeah that was that was all him that was El- elena did not decide that that was their song no that was his song hi everybody in case you haven't wondered and in case you haven't been tormented enough welcome to <laughs> two towns over uh, yeah came back for more of this that yeah. makes you maybe not sane maybe not safe but definitely <laughs> consenting there you go back uh so i am don I'm Ruben. I'm getting drunk for this. (laughs) I'm Kat. (laughs) Yeah, Kat came back. She wanted more. Shockingly enough. Incorrect. I was promised more Jameson, so I stayed. Yep, yep, yep. I don't even even smoke cigarettes anymore. I had a cigarette. (laughs) Got me some rum or something? Yep. Ah, Everybody is drinking. I was promised more Jamie. That's the only reason why I stayed. (laughs) Oh, you don't need the the jerky and nuts? According to this, we remember we gave you the snacks, change the chair. That's right. That's the we gotta let these the reality yeah. these people are living in. But but I got Jamie too. Well, that, well, yeah, that was just Jamie an extra. My treat. nephew's name is Jameson. <laughs> yeah. Gee, I wonder what was drunk the night he was conceived. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're just gonna jump into the chaos Love and you, insanity. Uh, here we go. So sleeping in this bed that he had bought for his love, Carl. All right. <laughs> Yeah, no, we're we're right into it. Yeah. We're right I, into I, it. I told you. I told you. It literally no, it goes uh, from zero to a hundred real fast. Real fucking fast now. Holy I, shit. Still by the way, on super the super now. proud of us for taking so little time to get into the stories these last few episodes. Yeah. We've been doing really well. I'm fucking it up right now by saying <laughs> this, but we've been doing really well. Yeah. So Carl was able to sleep more peacefully than he had for some time. Mm. Uh, during the day he would work at the hospital. The rest of the time was spent building the mausoleum. He had bought the area around Elena's grave to make the area large enough for a family tomb. Now, during the planning stages, the first tropical rains of the season fell onto Key West and Carl's worries began to heighten, Uh, especially when he began to detect an odor coming from the ground. No shit. Time had become of the essence. Now, because he wanted to build the crypt on top of her current gravesite, Tansler had to get a disinterment permit just fun to say to remove the body while this the, is kind of fun. Yeah, it's gonna be the last fun we have. <laughs> uh, to remove the body while the construction was being done. Now, with the state of Florida and the Hoyos family's permission, Elena made her second trip to a funeral home. Carl had two tasks that he felt needed. He needed to do. First, he needed to construct Elena's new tomb, and second, he needed it necessary, or he thought it necessary that he quote unquote rebed her secretly that's just i gross. don't like that word <laughs> that's just gross in that nope mm-mm. oh yeah last we time bed? on <laughs> two towns over <laughs> we d- got real tense discussing the lead up to what is probably going to be a necrophilia story yeah <laughs> oh, almost like certainly almost uh, certainly and don keeps using phrases like <laughs> rescuing her from her grave <laughs> Like, rebedding, you know what I'm saying? So now he thought it necessary to rebed her in secret, just in case there had been any water damage from the rains. No. The, oh, the smell! Oh, oh, 
Florida. Just think yeah. Florida, people. Yeah. Florida, torrential rain. But like rains, more yeah. south than Florida, even. Yeah. We're talking about the Keys. Yeah, southernmost port in America. We're talking about 100% humidity. Yeah. It's like, just water. It's the pretty air much. Yes. is soup. Yes. Yeah. All the time. It's Atlantis. So it the con- is Atlantis. <laughs> the construction of the crypt took a total of three months. <clears throat> one month to build, one month for the concrete to cure, and one month to complete the interior. In that time, Elena's body stayed at the Lopez funeral home. With his first task complete, Tanzler began his covert task under the cover of night. Just three months later after a death, I am so not happy about the visualizations that he's going to force me to have this episode. <laughs> I'm so unhappy about it yeah. already. Yeah. From this, Okay, so from this point on, I must advise you that there are no records save for Tanzler's writings. None. Whatsoever. Oh, so from here on out, oh, no. you must decide what is true and what is not. Okay. 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 Last time hey, on According to Carl. He gave us an out. Hey, he gave us an out. <laughs> <laughs> here is Carl's description. Okay, well, first of all, no, what I'm saying is. No, I know. Okay. I know. I got it. Here is Carl's description of what he found when the coffin was finally opened. Oh, God. <sighs> Disinterment revealed that rains had indeed soaked the coffin and that, moreover, it had been partially crushed when a couple of gravediggers had trampled down the ground too hard after the funeral. It was with dire anticipation that I now approached the urgent task of taking Elena out of the damaged coffin and placing her into a new and stronger casket I had bought. Toward this purpose, the mortician and I arranged that there were no other dead in the morgue at the date of the rebedding of her body. Mm -mm. In preparation, I had brought all that I could possibly be needed. New sheets, pillow, sterile cotton, gauze, chemicals, and sprays. I also built in my spare time an incubation tank and had placed it in the morgue just in case it should be needed. This done, I took a taxi and hastened to Elena's house to fetch her jewels, which were now to be restored to her. Now, it should be noted that nowhere in his description of Elena's corpse does Carl show any signs of disgust or squeamishness. He continued, Because he's a psycho. (laughs) It, It goes like... Well beyond psychopathy, really. There's, I don't know what the word is for what he's doing here, but the really, it's insanity. He would le- legally be insane. Oh no, for for sure. But there's definitely a specific medical term for what's happening here. I don't know it off the top of my head, but I know the Latin base word is necro. <laughs> yeah. After the customary sanit- sanitary precautions had been taken, I opened the seals of the vault for which I had a key. Recall that the person he thought who was the most beautiful woman he'd ever seen in his life was a woman dying of tuberculosis. Yes. yes. From was... the moment that he first met her. Yeah. The inner coffin, much damaged, became visible. Together we slid it out and set it on the concrete floor. The opening of the lid gave us considerable trouble. Owing to the demolished boards lying inside on the body and because its lining inside had become attached to her face and body, oh. the contents were now laid bare. <sighs> As the first step, I sprayed diluted formalin all over the shrouded body in ample quantities. What's formalin? It's a disinfectant. Okay. This was for disinfection and also to harden the body tissues before we undertook to detach the skin from the drapery, which had become glued to it. Decay had set in in a most disheartening manner. Only with the greatest care was I able to peel the pieces of textile from the body. This took us hours. Carl went on to explain how once the body was placed on a clean sheet, he proceeded to sponge the face, hands, and feet of the body with a special solution. 
He was dismayed to discover that the amount of damage that was done was more than he could clean up in one night. He worked nonstop till dawn the next day. Told you he doesn't sleep. <laughs> Does would, not. No. Does not. <laughs> Called it. I think he literally hibernates like <laughs> one month out of the year. Yeah, yeah, probably. It's just like, I man, nobody's seen that. Carl Tanzler mm-hmm. in like, like the, you know what I mean? three yep. weeks. It's like, oh, oh, this is his hibernating yep. season. Has anyone seen Carl? Did he leave town? Yep. That's, that's the name of this episode. <laughs> Has anybody seen Carl? <laughs> A very special episode, according to Carl. <laughs> so he was appalled that the mortician that had prepared the body and this is where it gets weird, had not embalmed the coffin she was placed into. Do you embalm a coffin? No. Yeah, that was... For surely it was the coffin that smelled and not Elena. Obviously. Oh my what? fucking yes. God. Because his you... beautiful butamus could obviously not be the cause of the problem. Yo, Mercury you've heard, you up. <laughs> you've heard the expression, uh, they think their shit doesn't stink. Yeah. He thinks that her rotting corpse does not stink. <laughs> no, Josh. Remember, that's his rotting corpse. Oh, that's how obsessive this right motherfucker is. Off. That's not her corpse. That's his corpse. Because nah, this man who yourself. BS'd his way into technician, <laughs> then BS'd his way into doctor, and then BS'd his way into owning a corpse because she gave herself to him in her dying Which breaths. super didn't happen. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. She might have said that. No, you don't think so. No, I really don't. No. And if she did, it was delusion. It was like exactly. She was delusion. That, that's what I think. That's she the was only I think that if she said anything like that, it is a lot like what you said last episode, which is like he was using those shock treatments, which not like shock treatments for your muscles and shit, y'all. Like. Like curling up on the like like, like pain like bowing up on yes. the bed kind yes. of like like if she I would exorcism of Emily Rose that yes. she would say yes. some shit like if you stop this I will marry you but I don't count that at all right no, no. I think Not, something like that was especially the way he described too. it as being like and then she was like you know, very sweetly talking about how you can have my body and shit. Yeah, like, I'll sweetly right. say that if that you'd happens. stop electrifying no. me under high voltage treatments. Yeah. He's definitely a wild narcissist. Oh, and nothing he can do is wrong. Absolutely. Right, exactly. And so I think a lot of the the stuff that if you took his word perfectly, the stuff that you would read as very sweet coming from Elena, 90% of that I think is all just made up. 100%. Made up, and, and also sometimes just a straight up lie and the opposite of yes. what she may have said. Yes. Because especially with, uh, towards the end of last episode, we were talking about the reactions of the family and trying to move away from him and shit. Like, you know, that's that's extreme. Yeah. You know, that by that point, he's freaking you out. And you need to, and you know what I'm saying? I've, I've personally had experiences with like a narcissist and it was terrifying to have heard stories from them from their mouth and that's all the schema i had built at the time because that's all i had i didn't know Mm -hmm. you know what i mean then around the three month marker is about how long they can suspend it then having like everything shit hit the fan then then you've met other people then i meet family members mm-hmm. and like you know people that they were married to unfortunately and stuff like that and stories hearing the full stories of stories and I'm like in my head I'm like I know that story 
damn, it sounds like you have a phenomenal story to tell us at <laughs> but, some point. <laughs> like, literally, like, shit, like, n- shivers down your spine. Like, that is not the side of the story that I heard. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But once you, like, actually hear it, you're like, oh, fuck, that makes so much more sense. You know what I mean? So, like, I can totally see this just being this side of it. Of course, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not it, to mention, like, yeah, he's a narcissist, but he's also... He's not just a narcissist. That's a normal narcissist who hasn't spent their life working around mercury and x-ray machines and already being certified. I forgot about the mercury. Or their life being filthy rich. Getting anything they want if they pay for it. That's what I'm saying. Living in a castle. Imagine imagine literally, and and you know what? Some of y'all can fuck off. Imagine (laughs) Donald Trump, but with mercury poisoning and x-ray poisoning. (laughs) (laughs) Like radiation poisoning. Like, imagine how fucked up and insane that person is. That's who we're talking about today. Oh, my God. That's actually, that's pretty good. So by morning, Elena's body was free of decay. When the mortician came in, they placed her body on thick layers of cotton. After Carl sprayed the body with perfume, they placed her into a new metal coffin that Carl had purchased. Because Bed Bath & Beyond fixes everything. Yes. That's the beyond part. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I'm sorry, but I saw a meme the other day. There's your yes and bitch. It was just a video of of like a Bed Bath & Beyond, and it was just, the the text was like, when you... you, it's like when you hazed the newbie too hard and told him to go through the beyond door <laughs> and the audio was just like, ah, ah. <laughs> so funny. Like the camera just starts running. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so the new coffin was sealed with 100 screws, making it airtight. Because it works that way. A yes. hundred screws. 100 makes screws. It airtight. Yes. If they would have had Somehow. 99, they would have been fucked. <laughs> well, Somehow I bet exactly you they were silver too. Ooh. Now, Ooh. It, now it goes without saying that I didn't hear what I'm you said. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> now it goes without saying that while the state allowed the disinterment of the body, they were certainly unaware of what Carl was doing to it. And while it may, huh? Yeah, they didn't know what he was doing. Well, back then, did anyone? There was no records of the things. family. Or the, they weren't nobody. keeping an the eye on it. The only person that knew no. what was going on was the mortician. And as far as he knew, it was like, okay, we're just resetting the body. But all this- that's why this man is so fucking sinister. Because, like, right. from the perspective of this person, what he's doing is normal. Like, oh, yeah, we live in the Keys. Somebody buried her in the ground. Her coffin got damaged. Of course, you're going to, if you've got the money, you're going to want to fix that up. Right. Yes. You and know? I have the scenario in my head that the mortician probably hasn't had as much contact with her family. As Guaranteed. He well, has I can, I can agree with, with remember, Carl set up everything for the funeral. Yeah, that's what I'm he saying. Was exactly. in charge of he's been. He's uh, been. His strong, name's on everything. Yes. The, uh, owning a corpse. Yeah. Right. So he goes and he tells this mortician, "Hey, listen. She and I actually at her funeral we got married. So this is. Uh, See, that's the thing. I don't think that's what he said. I mean, I. I think yeah, what he would have said. I'm a funny guy. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, listen. <laughs> you'll never take my throne. <laughs> I know I won't, Ruben. No, but he. My but dearest he, friends who listen to the show tell me that they like you more than me. I know. Oh, hey, God. guys, for real though. No, you don't. You don't fucking know me. <laughs> no, you don't let them build the parasocial relationship. It's how we make money with this. I wonder. I wonder what's going to happen when people start hearing cat. <laughs> oh shit! Is Cat gonna replace Ruby? Yeah, Cat's gonna be the I'm most popular you, our person on the show. Our metrics are gonna go crazy for both Never. of these episodes, only because of her. Yeah, she was worried she was gonna fuck it up. Never. 
Sarah, Ruben is so great. You guys are all so great. You so, do good kids. Yeah, but nerds listen to this podcast. I'm sorry <laughs> to say, there is a certain culture around that, and they're going to be desperate to hear anything other than my voice. <laughs> and I while, help you guys. I help. And while it may seem strange that Elena's family didn't question what was going on at all hours of the night, one could simply chalk it up to the predilections of a madman. Now, a few nights later, Carl returned to finish what was started. I hate this suspense lasting <laughs> yeah, me this too. long. I don't. Me too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Being given full run of the morgue again, he removed Elena from her coffin and placed her on in a specially constructed incubator tank. So you're saying they left this man alone in the yes. morgue? I hate just it. like, hey, but, uh, all right, just uh, cut the lights when you leave. Morgue's exactly, yours. Yeah. Do what you need to do. It was yeah. the early 1900s. Yeah. Of course they did that. And there Some, were no other bodies in the morgue at the time. Some morgues do still have like public areas that you can just like be in. Yes, but they are there. intended for that. And yeah, it's like, but, well, I mean, we also like, mm, probably there's because a lot of, of stories like about morgues. And so Carl had created things. Yeah. Carl had created a tank that he could suspend Elena in like one suspends biological samples in a jar. She's in a Saiyan tank, you guys. So, yeah. mm, Do you know what Dragon Ball Z is? I don't know if yes, you like I, I'm, I'm, I'm aware. Okay, I, cool. I can't claim like full knowledge, but I'm aware. She's you not completely uncultured. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, God. But also, <laughs> all I can think of is like young Frankenstein, and it's like yes. Abby Normal. So it's like, you got Thank me you so abnormal much. brain! <laughs> it was... Abby, someone said. Abby, someone said. <laughs> Once his incubator tank was... Frankenstein! Abby, normal. Frankenstein! <laughs> Thank God. God bless Gene Wilder. Once his incubator... God <clears throat> um, Once his incubator tank was filled with it, or filled, it was placed inside the metal casket that was also specially built. The inner casket, the one sealed by a hundred screws, was built with two valves on either side, one for filling and one for draining. The outer, the outer <laughs> casket, which was made of steel, oh my goodness, which was made of steel, was sealed with fifty padlocks, all requiring a key that only Carl had. Fifty? Uh, yes. 50 Why padlocks. would? Mm, what do you know what that means? Fuck. <laughs> but no, if someone puts even a single padlock on a fucking coffin, you know what that means? They're gonna get back into it. Yes. That's exactly what that means. And that they don't want anyone else to be able to get into it. Yes. Yeah. Well, he did that 50 times over. <laughs> let's, let's think for a second I'm about how so long mad. it takes an individual to <laughs> unlock 50, 50 padlocks. Mm-hmm. 50. Yeah. How did you fit 50 he doesn't on sleep. the coffin? Yeah, he doesn't sleep. Also, how did you... I don't know. I like, just can't... I'm I can't imagine space. a ring... Yeah. Once every other fucking screw. Yeah. Like, what I also can't imagine those being cheap. Like, think back in the day, those couldn't have been cheap. Well, he Someone was had to make locking mechanisms so yeah. were intricate. <laughs> but people had to make the inner mechanism, like by hand, yeah. people made the inner mechanisms of locks back then. I can they, only they think were that that would simpler be. back then than they are now, but that was still about as intricate as something like that got. Locks could not have been <clears throat> so much more than they are now. So, a little bit, but not a lot. When the day arrived and the crypt was complete, the Undertaker, once placing the casket, left Carl alone with Elena. Uh, the, tomb, the tomb was the most elaborate crypt in the Catholic section of the Key West Cemetery. With Greek pillars and a cement dome, the inside was lined with votive candles that burned day and night. It had a window with silk curtains that Carl kept closed, lest passerbys gawked at his beloved. Is this still erect today? 
No, we'll get to that. Sorry. There was also not a, sorry. <laughs> there was also a chair <laughs> which Carl would sit in every day just to be with his bride. Blech. The door to the tomb also had a lock, to which again only Carl had the key. Of course, I Naturally. hate this. The sight of him walking through the cemetery with his cane or umbrella became a familiar one to the locals nearby. But now that the tomb was complete and her body protected, Carl once again had nothing to do for his lovely Elena. For the next 18 months... Listen to me. If your reason for daily walking through a cemetery is that you're imagining, oh, I hope the kids think I'm a witch, I fuck with you. Yeah, If oh, your for reason sure. for walking that. through a cemetery yeah. every day is because you're visiting a family member who recently died, I fuck with you. But if your reason for walking through a cemetery every day is that you are un like this exact reason. Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. That's where we draw the line. You can walk through a cemetery for a, for a lot of reasons. For pretty much worse. any other reason. Yeah. Pretty this much is, any other reason. Yeah, pretty much any other reason. This is worse than the fucking um, Nazi one we did to me. Really? Tense, tense wise. Cause like oh. I knew the Nazi shit. This right. is like worse because I don't know what's about to happen exactly. I'm just guessing. Yeah. And like, oh, I hate it. I hate it's, it when, so much. When we talked about Joseph Mengele, I at least like for the, I already knew a lot about Joseph Mengele when we started. I knew that a little, series. but yeah. But this one, you know, I knew I knew we got to a corpse and somebody doing <laughs> things with a corpse right. for a while. Like but that, it's like that was so my much prior knowledge. Worse than the necrophilia idea, even so far for some reason. Because it's not just like a sexual attraction to a corpse, which you can kind of explain away by like, your, your brain chemicals been fucked up, whatever. Right. But like, this is like, he is forming an emo- He at a funeral, he formed an emotional attachment to a corpse, which he is now treating as Before if it's his living funeral. wife. Yeah. Yes. Before I'm talking the about funeral. the marriage thing. Not okay, Even fair. before okay. the funeral, yeah, he okay. was creepy. But like, this is like... At the funeral, he made a decision. Yeah. Okay, yes, yes. Oh. Okay, so for the next 18 months, so now you're taking three months in the, that she was in the grave, and then 18 months. So like almost two years. Almost two years now. Carl faithfully visited Elena every night. Then one summer doesn't evening. Doesn't sleep. Nope, doesn't sleep. Told you. Doesn't well, sleep. hold on, because. Maybe one he sleeps s- next to her tomb or in it. Yeah. One summer evening, he sat in his chair next to the coffin. The warm breeze blowing in from the door he now, had left open. Now, this man is now almost in his 70s. I just want y'all to understand that. Uh, he had, the door he had left open caused him to doze off, so he did sleep. Suddenly, Sometimes. A, yeah, suddenly, a loud <laughs> bang, which Carl compared to a cannon going off, woke him up. At first, he was certain that some kids had spied him sleeping and decided to startle him with a toy gun. But in the dimness of the room, he finally saw the source of the sound. The majority of the locks on the outer casket had sprung open. He examined them closely and discovered that it seemed to be that all the locks sprung open at the same time and with a tremendous force. How would you how would you ascertain that it happened at the same time? They all popped at the same time. We don't. But something caused them all to pop open. Remember, according I mean, this to Tansler. This is according to Tansler. Yeah, according to I was going to say, I, I, I thought it was going on the vein of like, 
body exploded or something, which no. happens in Florida. <laughs> we had a what? Not the Pope, but like a bishop or a something. Cardinal. Bishop or a uh-huh. we, cardinal. we we had one of those in St. Augustine explode, unfortunately, wow. in a glass wow. casket. We had one of those. So like in Florida, that is a thing. You know what I mean? It get, the temperatures get up to that. I thought it was going to be that, but well, I can't get on board with 50 locks springing open at the same time. Yeah, yeah. no. Well, this caused Carl to smile because this kind of action was most assuredly done by Elena. The fuck? I wish the world could see the look that Kat and I just exchanged. (laughs) (laughs) Josh and I just went, what the fuck? (laughs) We said so much with our eyes. Because she loved practical jokes. And breaking the locks... How would he know? He knew her for three seconds. Sorry. I'm not sorry. Yeah, she loved practical jokes during the time in her life where she was dying, dying. of tuberculosis. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and breaking the locks like this would have surely been something that he, she would have done as payback to her groom for falling this asleep. This man is truly and, like, for real, every sentence he is getting crazier. Like Yes. Yes. Carl- well, at this point, dementia is setting in, too. Like, the problems that just go wrong with your brain when you age are now complementing and melding together with the myriad of mental problems that, that come from working with mercury and never sleeping and yeah. becoming obsessed with a dying Cuban woman. Who's 40 years younger than you. Yes. Yes, because you saw her in a dream. <laughs> As a result of Mercury. So Carl then claimed that he heard a tapping sound coming from within the casket, like fingernails tapping on metal. He quickly unlocked the locks that remained shut and forced the heavy lid on the outer casket off to get a closer look at the inside casket. In the dimness, he could tell that the interior casket was still intact and sealed. He bent down closer and heard nothing. None of us can make eye contact. <laughs> We're all looking at floors and walls and shit. <laughs> We're all just like... <laughs> Don has gotten everything he hoped mic, for out of writing case this. type shit. Like, <laughs> Everyone's like, nope, 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 uh, nope. Please don't look at me, I can't. <laughs> like, he removed the screws and actually, uh, actually opened the inner casket and tested the top valve of the incubator tank. As he took the filter out, a strange and agreeable scent emanated and spread oh, all over the room. call it agreeable. and inagreeable? Uh, agreeable. Uh-uh. Yeah, nope, that's not, nope. Mm-mm. A smell that Carl described as hamine or hamine, which is a fragrant chemical in human blood. The smell reminded him of a young woman's skin on a summer day. No! Uh, no! no! In God. short... Because people just stunk back then, like in general. Literally. Hygiene was bad. In short, it reminded him of Elena. This, this is night, the worst thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I can I like have a specification on that line? Was it it reminded him of a woman's skin or a young a woman's? young woman's yep, skin? That's yeah, that's oh my god, said. more. That's what I thought. It's you even said. worse. More yeah. of yep. this shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After this night, Carl began having conversations with Elena. He would place his ear to the valve, and after a few minutes, he would hear her voice. Of course. It was so clear, he stated, that he would often look around the room to see if she was standing in the tomb with him. He was constantly still bringing presents to her. Handkerchiefs, a Spanish shawl, a comb, a vanity case. Carl wrote in his memoirs that if anyone thought him crazy, that they should remember his story of a time he was in India and had lain dead himself and thought he was in his bed the whole time 
when in reality he was in the morgue. So he is. Sorry, so he's confirming that? that he's crazy. He's giving yes. you another story with which to yes. confirm that he, he is in fact he crazy. He said in his in his that he was in India and that he died and he laid dead for a few days in a morgue and he just thought that he was in his bed and he came back to life. No. He was certain that this was So the- if if you think that he's crazy, you just remember that, yeah, okay? Exactly. You just yeah. remembered that crazy little nugget right there. <laughs> he listed other stories of people who were thought Aww. to be dead only to wake in later. Did he mention Lazarus at all? <laughs> no. <laughs> he was certain that this was the case with Elena. Cuz motherfucker, wow. <laughs> the sound of her voice proved to him that she was awakening. Multiple times he purported to see her standing just outside the tomb waiting for him. Don't do drugs, kids. (laughs) This is why. Because when you are old, you will hear the voice of a corpse. So, (laughs) the constant stares from people passing by caused him to move his visits later into the night. Ew. The full moon caused the graveyard to be almost as brightly lit as it was in the daytime. So that means he was making such a disturbance? Mm-hmm. That, that people, people were getting creeped out. That yeah. people were getting creeped out by it. But as the moon began so to wane... sneaking into a cemetery to dote on a dead 20-year-old yes. or whatever. And as the moon began to wane, something changed. According to Carl, Elena began to sing to him. No, she didn't. She would sing a song that was recognized instantly. We all sound so defeated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please don't tell me that it's the song. Is it, it was their, their song? song. No! Of course it was their song, guys. <laughs> I hate it so much. Carl wrote in his journal about a conversation he had with Elena. Dear Elena, everyone thought this was the end, didn't they? We knew, didn't we? We knew, didn't we? Sorry. That it was only the beginning. No! Now no, in, no, no. Now in death, no one can take you from me. I now I I know how relieved you were when I removed your coffin from the ground. I knew you weren't safe in the torrential rains. I couldn't stand to have your beautiful form perish from the groundwater. This is why I want to be cremated. I'm quite <laughs> I'm quite literally wringing my hands. Like I can't right now. Uh. I didn't expect that to get you so hard, G. <laughs> It's hard to believe that I have been visiting you here almost two years. When I put my hands on your casket, it always feels warm. No, no, no this it's is Florida. It's always so warm. much. It's so bad that I just can't help but laugh at this point. Like I've hit insanity, and I just have to laugh to comfort myself yes. or something. Don Rickles said it. Why do we laugh? Because we must. Carl describes that a storm was stirring and thunder was rumbling nearby. Do you love me, Carlos? Elena said. Putting his mouth to the valve, he replied, why would you say such a thing? Then tell me, Carlos, am I really dead? No, Elena, you are not dead. Your body is asleep. Your spirit is dreaming. Carlos, listen to me. I want to go home with you. I want to be with you. Carl sat in stunned silence. After a while, Elena spoke again. Carlos, don't you listen to the words of the song I sing every night? It's the same song I used to sing before I died. The one we heard together on the radio during my treatments. Do you know why I sing you our song? But Carl was hesitant. 
The Key West Cemetery is surrounded by houses. All the cemetery gates are in full view of those houses, not to mention all the automobile traffic that drive by at all hours of the night. This, this man, <laughs> this man is going to steal a corpse. How, if, how gonna can you steal a corpse this story? that you paid he's for? He's going to steal a corpse and he's going to fuck it, and we all know that. Please, just <laughs> please, God, please let me be wrong. Please. Honestly, this is. I deal in this shit. I have been immersed in true crime, urban legends, and spooky shit. All, all the good stuff that we cover on the podcast for literally my entire How do I life. I know about this. <laughs> How have I not heard more of this story? I don't know. I'm, I really... I feel both so good and so bad for like the people who are hearing this story for the first time from us. I don't really... F- believe in god in the same way that a lot of people do but like i feel right now as though he has forsaken me (laughs) (laughs) like oh this is not good elena had a plan for carl we live for this by the way we live for this feeling we want it so badly (laughs) go out the front of the tomb go out the front of the tomb and i will show you how this can be done carlos when Carl stepped out, Elena continued. I don't know how to move my body to feel comfortable. <laughs> I don't. I don't either. <laughs> when the moon changes, you bring a very large blanket. Hang that blanket over the rail of the fence. Oh, no. Then nobody can see you from the street or from the house. Oh, God. Carl listened intently to every detail. He did a couple of rehearsal runs before the new moon arrived. No! <laughs> this is rehearsed. So and I would like to remind everyone, bad. a new moon is no moon. Yes. Yeah. No, a new no moon, moon is moon dark. This it is, is like The blanket probably outside. isn't needed. Even in Florida, we don't get like a full new moon, but we get, it gets like real dark. Yeah. It gets quite dark. And we're talking about back in the 30s. This is just like, just oh. after the Industrial Revolution, Electricity's so, not like super huge. It's not yet. huge. We still yet. have there lamp is no, lighters. There like. is no light pollution. So we're talking about it being pitch black. black. If you guys live in like Nevada or near another desert like that, like let, go out into the desert about 15 miles away from any town. That's how dark. Yeah. Right? Don't do that. It's dangerous. <laughs> Literally. And you also freeze your tits off doing yeah. that. When I the, my tits. That's fair. When I the, do. When the night finally came, Carl took a blanket cushions and a rope no and loaded it all into a child's wagon i hate what a child's wagon why this perverse man's... such a pure thing rolling <laughs> down the road with a radio flyer behind no. him like <laughs> nigga talking it about rosebud so like <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I this just want to like worst. I don't know if I want to cry. In, I don't know if I want to hit something. The image of an old crazy man sneaking through a cemetery at night with a corpse in a goddamn child's wagon <laughs> is the worst thing. With his little red wagon just oh going down god. the road. When he entered the mausoleum a black crucifix above Elena's coffin glowed with a soft light as Carl extracted the inner casket from That's the outer demonic. One. I don't care. That's <laughs> demo- That's a demon. He then loaded the inner casket onto the little wagon and placed rubber cushions on either end. Satisfied that there was no one watching, he pulled the wagon out of the mausoleum. Do you know what you have to wait to do till no one's watching? Bad things! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Bad! Things. I'm so, or good I'm things that sorry. are surprises. Yes. No. No. 
No, because that's when you want to you want to make sure nobody's watching for the setup. But then you definitely want somebody watching for the fun part. <laughs> there's oh, no I don't fun think he wants anyone this. watching. That's for what the I'm fun saying. Part. There's I'm no with fun you. part. There is no fun there's part. no fun part. There is for Mr. Tansler. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck happened just now? <laughs> <laughs> Carl described the journey like so. A wonderfully elated feeling took complete possession of my entire being. No! Uh, As though a second spirit had entered my soul. No, please. It seemed that a bodyguard of veiled angels had formed. A on, bodyguard? A bodyguard I don't of need veiled that pun. angels. No. As, had formed on both sides and were coming along with us. And a great with inspiration us. filled me then. No matter what was coming against us now, nothing could harm either of us anymore. It seemed as if they had never seen such a celebration in this cemetery before. It was as if all were delighted and delirious to help us, or desirous to help us. The little cart, for all its weight, seemed almost to run by itself. It responded to the slightest touch of my hand, which gave me the impression of being aided by our, on by friendly hands. I don't like this imagery! Reaching... <laughs> I'm sorry, you're going to have to repeat that real quick. I'm so I don't sorry. Want the whole the thing. I didn't even hear it. I don't want it. No. A wonderfully elated feeling took complete possession of my body, or my being, as though a second spirit had entered my soul. It seemed that a bodyguard of veiled angels had formed on both sides and were coming along with us, and a great inspiration filled me then. No matter what was coming against us now, nothing could harm either of us anymore. It seemed as if we had, they had never seen such a celebration in the cemetery before. It was as if all were delighted and desirous to help us. The little cart, for all its weight, seemed almost to run by itself. It responded to the slightest touch of my hand, which gave me the impression of being aided on by friendly hands reaching out of the ground. I don't like it! <laughs> Why is this the episode you decided to bring Kat in for, by the way? <laughs> because I wanted this a... This is a delight to watch, <laughs> it, is. <laughs> it is, yeah, no, Just it's great. Just sitting great. and watching me squirm! It plays very well. Oh! <laughs> But despite who Carl thought might be helping him, he alone had to lift the casket over the fence. As he struggled to lift the casket, the ground under his feet gave way. A 70-year-old lifting a casket. Yes. Hey, mercury strength. Ed Ed Gein dug up graves by himself in a single night, took the body, took it home, made furniture out of it. That's fair. And he was also an old man. That's fair. Don't underestimate him. That's fair. I forgot that that's a real thing uh, that guy did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. As he, strugg- as he struggled to lift the casket, the ground under his feet gave way and the whole load fell on top of him. I would rather be made into furniture than kidnapped and fucked. <laughs> <laughs> How stupid are we going to feel if this does no. not become no, necrophilia? No, of course not. He had to write the memoirs. <laughs> Fuck. We got, look at how many pages we got. <laughs> <laughs> Summoning all of his strength, he was able to lift the casket over the fence. But why was he wet now? I don't want to drain on him. There was something running down his neck into the collar of his satin wedding jacket. With an this o- motherfucker no! had a tuxedo. Yes, he wore his wedding yes. suit. Yes. Oh, I want to yes. cry. I so presumptuous. The presumptuous <laughs> little fuck. Like, hey, Reuben. 
I want to remind you. Do you remember me when I was back when we first started and I told you that I had a story that was going to coming up that at some point where you were just going to be completely just beside yourself? Yeah. Welcome to the one, story, bro. God damn Jesus it. You were right, bro. Christ. And you decided to invite an audience. Thanks. Yes, because I wanted a female perspective and Cindy already knew the story. I could not have carried this episode on my own. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank God for Cap this episode. Actually, Ruben, Ruben would have walked out, and it would have been me just telling Josh the story. Oh so, my gosh! What was dripping down his neck? I uh, just don't say that again. This continue. is worse than the fucking Mengele shit for me. Honestly, Please it's just for the without sheer saying that ever again. Okay. Yeah. The tension is too much. Yeah. It had an odor so foul that the neighborhood dogs began to bark. Oh. Against all odds, he was able to get the casket to the shed he had rented nearby for easier access. Uh, Oh, good. He rented a shed. I hate it. It's premeditated and it's so fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Full of shit. He closed the valve that had burst open when he dropped the casket and pulled off all of his clothes. Since I was, don't want the image of a 70-year-old man running through. 70-year-old <laughs> since carrying was, a corpse to a goddamn shed. Shed that he... Uh. Since there was no running water, he had to wash himself himself and his clothes in a bottle of whiskey he found on a nearby shelf. I have nothing wrong with that. Still reeking. Cleanliness is next to godliness, I mean, I guess they it say. would cover the smell. And whiskey would definitely kill anything. Still reeking, though more of alcohol now, he walked the darkened streets of Key West, hoping that the wind would reduce the smell and help dry his clothes. No, dude. No. Key West is too humid. It's going to increase yeah. the scent. Increase. Yep. And it's going to carry well, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. He wondered how he was going to get inside the house of Elena's parents without waking anyone. I'm sorry. Yes, he's still living in Elena's parents' oh, house. Fuck. Are Elena's no, no, parents still living there? Yes. No, no, no. No. I am not going to lie to you guys. I don't think I quite understood that when it was first said. I thought he was renting the house and they had gone. No. I thought they had gone someplace else because they could no longer live in no, a no, place no, 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 where no. their child had died. That they're, was just their they're roommates. why it was gone. They're oh, roommates now. fuck. And they were roommates. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry. That was so disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, he entered and immediately went to the bathroom to try to remove the foul odor, but it would not go Nothing away. Nothing good Duh. happens in the bathroom after midnight. This is a corpse that is well, two years old. Two years old now. That has been sitting you in... You can't do anything in, about that. Yeah, considering he also had it in a liquid to That's try to... so bad. Yes. He, he decided to let Elena rest for all the next day, but the following night, he moved the casket into the back of a car he and... He let her rest. Yes. Like... Mm-hmm. So this is, again, how long since she was buried? Two years. Two years, dude. Like 21 months or something. Plus however long this moves. So like 22, 23 months probably. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm going to head out, guys. You got cat. Yeah, bro. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, All of a sudden. What the hell? My precious nuts. I am holding my snacks for comfort, you guys. (laughs) I don't blame you. Me either. The following night, he moved the casket into the back of a car and transported it to his plane, still sitting behind the hospital. There's no ah! way. There's no way that's relevant. That's where he kept her. On some D&D shit, I hope I can do a twist that good. <laughs> Dude, please, please write Carl yeah, Tanzler into our Dude, D&D he's campaign. building this strange device in his backyard. That'll never be relevant. Let's move on. Like, <laughs> Oh, here we are. Yeah. Carl felt that his dreams were now fulfilled. His airplane was now occupied by his lovely wife, just like he had planned it. 
Y'all, this is so much worse than I was imagining. Like, literally, yeah. so much worse. Like, it's so like. Is it almost bad? That I don't I'm... even believe in respecting a corpse. Like, that's not even a thing I truly believe in. Like, I right. don't think you should disturb the dead or anything. But like, I don't like. For personally, I feel like once I'm dead. If there is a part of me that is my consciousness, which is separate from my body, then that part of me won't care. And if there isn't that part, I super won't care. But this is like to the living. This is such a like it goes way beyond. Yeah, desecration. It's literally sacrilegious. It's so fucked what he's doing right now. But am I almost like I feel like I have a fucked up head. So I almost like comforted by the fact that like I could not have thought of how twisted this is already going. Right. <laughs> yeah. And like I'm like I'm almost like okay, I'm not completely crazy. <laughs> yes. Because I couldn't have guessed this. Right. Like, Here's the big thing about it for me too is like I said, I I deal in this shit. Like I I love stories like this. I really do. And if you just told me, like, yeah, there was this guy named Carl Tanzler, and he uh, got really obsessed with this uh, woman, and she died, and he went and got her corpse, and probably necrophilia, I wouldn't be, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that that sounds, that, that sounds par for the course, that tracks. <laughs> That's yep. norm, yeah. But when we're reading all of these letters... We're talking yeah. about this man is treating a corpse like it's a real person, mm-hmm. who yes. he is, like, literally kidnapping and talking to yes like, exactly like he's, he's emotionally attached to this corpse in a way that is so fundamentally wrong like oh it's just bad carl did everything he could to make elena comfortable he filled her cabin on the plane with her all of her garments her bridal veil flowers jewels shoes stockings and even money He's like to the point where the bridal veil is just like icing on the fucking weird cake. Yes. Right. You know? He slid the coffin from the pilot cabin to what was now her cabin under small windows complete with curtains and screens to keep the bugs away. Everything that he could, everything that he could think of medically was there as well. Distilled water, clean linens, and sterile cotton. He even had a machine used in World War I to irrigate a soldier's wounds with antiseptics. Now, the only time Carl was able to work on Elena was at night when there was work. no... Yes. When there was no prying eyes... So it's worse than what I was thinking. It's like a Frankenstein's monster and a necrophilia thing. Basically. More like Frankenstein's Barbie. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. God. Sorry. So, yeah, there was no prying eyes that could <laughs> that see... That was worse than I thought it was... Oh, I, I Nope, I couldn't have even put... Nope. No. <laughs> yeah, when there was no prying eyes who could see what he was up to. At the end of the first day, he had removed the last of the 100 screws securing the casket lid. The next day, he removed the last four screws and opened the casket. Carl wrote, I can hardly describe the picture which unfolded before my eyes. It was a horrible and saddening sight. This whole story is. Saddening sight to look inside the coffin after 18 months in the grave. My poor darling, how you have been neglected. Of course, you could not help yourself and no one came to your aid. May God forgive me if I could not come to your aid in time to save you earlier. In your plight, your beautiful eyes broke and sank. Your beautiful dress, it is decayed and now mars your beauty. With the greatest of care, I now detach the uppermost layers of clothing, which were overgrown and eaten by molds. I then got a large bucket and disposed and deposited rags into it until it was filled. Carefully peeling all of the pieces against the head, face, and chest first... I found many pieces had become glued to the skin. You know, 
appealing was a perfectly good word on its own. <laughs> and then a bucket, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Words that I, are perfectly fine on their own. I don't want a story that contains anything close to a full bucket of anything. No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't it's, want unless those what words. it's what if it's a full bucket of Jameson. Ah. Hey, now that's a story I'll tell. <laughs> okay, I know I'm out. Full go. bucket of peanuts. There you go. Full bucket of nuts. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. There are websites for that. <laughs> Bucketonuts.com, baby. <laughs> All of those which did not come off easily, I left on her body to soak for the time being. To soak. As it might injure her delicate skin, which I wanted to you keep broke intact. Him. You broke his ass. Delicate broke skin. Yet another perfectly good word ruined by this context. <laughs> the bucket of rags. Did you just say delicate skin? Yes. Delicate As if skin. she has any skin left? Well, she still has skin, and believe skin. me, it is very delicate now from 18 months of fucking is decay. It- is it still skin or is it like leather now? No, it'd be skin. Well, leather would remember. be if it was left under the sun. You got to remember, he had her in that incubation tank. You tan leather first. Yeah, but he kept her soaked in, in fluid. I guess that's fair. Soaked in fluid. Think of like if you leave something in water. Yeah. Yeah, you have to leave. That's what tanning fluid is. Well, you leave. So leather, you beat the shit out of it. Then you put it in this tanning thing. And then you dry that out, and that's what becomes leather. I was making a joke. It's oh. just not leather. It's just gross, creepy skin. It's well, just gross, creepy skin. I'm about I'm to gonna... get you. I'm about to get you off the hook. The oh. bucket of rags quickly filled up, and Carl rushed out of the plane to the water's edge, dumping the foul-smelling rags into the water. Carl continued. Then I prepared some soap solution and wetted all places and surfaces where rags were adhering to the body. Little by little, the pieces loosened and came off. So I'm trying not to laugh, but you're seeing Ruben just basically giving up on life. I'm just like shaking my head. Like it's it's so bad. I want to make it clear. Don is laughing because Don knows the story and he is losing his mind at the reaction that the rest of us are having because he's had his time to come to terms with this. I've had over a year to come to terms with the whole story. He's been working on this for like a year. Yeah. At least. Like imagine we are, we're doing this in a couple of hours. He had to do this over a year. Yeah. Little- and as a, mm, mm, sorry, no, no, what? No, I'm not sorry. As a, uh, even as a deceased female, like I do not want a male of any age, like to have the ability to allow anything to soak on me. <laughs> And then to come back with soapy water. I don't care what aspect of my body that it is. I like, want, I don't want that. Yeah, no, I want 50 padlocks on my coffin just in case of dudes like that Carl only Tanzler. I have the key to. Yes. <laughs> no, like, the, no, 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 no. I, I have want, the key to it inside of my coffin. That's what I'm saying, Josh. <laughs> like, I want those yes. 50 locks and I want that key in my pocket inside <laughs> yes. the As coffin. As a female, I want the key between my tits. Like, I don't want anyone <laughs> to be able to touch it. <laughs> also, I do want to be cremated, though. Like, that's for real. Like, no, I'm going to agree with that. I want to be a tree. That's cool, too. That would be cool, too. Yeah. That's really cool, actually. It's expensive. Little mm. by little, the pieces loosened and came off, but not all, the, all of them that first night. Again and again, I washed the body, tilting it carefully, first one side, then the other, so as to wash the back and remove the rags from underneath. He then rinsed the body and the inside of the coffin thoroughly using a phenol solution to remove the last of the odor... 
like one of the things that's making me so uncomfortable about this situation is that like I don't necessarily believe in the same religious or spiritual things that other people believe. But this woman is a Cuban Catholic from the 1930s. Yes. Like, let her rest, man. Yes. Like, this is so just, again, fundamentally fucked up. Like, yes. oh my God. He drained the coffin and dried it, both it and the body. Now, Carl could not... Where did he do all this? In the, in the plane. In the plane. So, I was getting into... When you get out of the shower in Florida, where it is 90% humidity, even inside of your humidity-controlled uh, air-conditioned house, it's going to take you like an hour to be dry. Uh, 100%. Your, your, your hair is going to take hours to dry. Hours. To, to dry if you have and any... literally, the way you experience it is literally by condensation. I dry myself off, and then literally two minutes later, I'm wet again. Yes. Because the condensation in your own house just forms on your skin again. Because yes. you can't get rid of it. It just yes. doesn't go anywhere. It's wild. Florida is a s- crazy place. Yeah. So Carl could not completely rest. <clears throat> Something was bothering him. And that was a Carl little- can't rest. <laughs> Fuck Carl. <clears throat> what was bothering- Carl won't let her rest. <laughs> and what was bothering him was Elena's eyes. After almost two years in the ground, they had disappeared. He had, he had to replace them. Huh? He had to replace them. Now, working in a hospital, he was familiar with the medical supply catalogs, and he was also friendly with the salesman. But how could he... I should have asked for a full shot. <laughs> I gave you, you like one. <laughs> but how could I he... was just about to ask you to top mine off. Nope, I'm out. But how could he order both the left and right eye without arousing suspicion? <laughs> Granted, no one would suspect the truth, but Carl was a cautious man. So instead, he ordered them out of a mail-order catalog... And had them shipped to the hospital under the name Doctor Von Kossel. So, like, that's not suspicious. Sky Mall just delivering eyeballs. I guess. I'm assuming it was like a hospital catalog. That's, I'm yeah. assuming so too. But one night, it's not as funny. One night, well, Carl heard Elena's voice ask. <laughs> Neither is any of this. <laughs> one night, Carl heard Elena's voice ask, "Now will you love me no more? Or now you now you will love me no more? Will you?" Carl assured her, "Darling, I love you more than ever before." If it were not so, I would have not, I would have not taken you with me. Don't look at me like that. Don't. Then kissing her I'm dry lips. Oh! Oh, no! ah! And breathing into her lungs until her chest rose. No! You can't inflate her. That's not no. Because that's a thing. I, I don't just want had that imagery. The worst feeling of like heebie-jeebies, just goose pimples. Ugh. Ugh. He unpacked the bridal gown and covered her body in it. No. No. He draped the silk veil and adorned her head with a golden crown. No. Carl could not resist the wondrous spell and trembling with burning love, he sank into her coffin and kissed her as if she was alive. There he laid until morning. He barely had enough time to take a badly needed bath before he was due back. Badly to the fucking needed. <laughs> it, just... it does feel good to have that tension release finally, but yeah. like, fuck off. That was yeah. gross. Oh my god. I don't think we've hit the worst it... of it. I don't think we have either, but it's like I can tell it's the come down now. So Now in Carl's mysterious past, he had studied the Hindu religion because he believed in Brahmin wisdom. In what wisdom? Brahmin. Oh. Brahmin, that's that's a thing in Never Fallout. 
Carl's interpretation thing in real life, yeah. bud. <laughs> yeah. Carl's interpretation of Brahmin wisdom was that there was a cure for death. I don't like this white man interpreting <laughs> Hindu yeah. shit wrong. I don't like it. Yeah, especially in this context, yeah, I but super white hate men it. Do it so often. Well, sorry, not sorry. That you should be sorry for that one. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. But not- <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. That was so mean of me. That. Uh, Okay, so <laughs> Carr believed that the cure for death was to remain buried for one year. Thereafter, you were cured. But he was also aware... What? No! <laughs> Being buried cures you. Yes. Why do we not have zombies walking among us now? Well, we're going to get to that. It's the cremated ones that yeah. fucked up. It was his love for her that brought her back. Yes. He was also aware was that... the mercury <laughs> He was also aware that there were a few problems that he had to overcome. First, very few people wanted to try it. No way! Says so. No fucking way. Second, the chemicals used in embalming preclude any possibility of coming back. Of course. Third, since there was only one chance to come back from the dead, when the body dies the second death, you are dead forever. So the initial comeback must be handled with delicacy and caution. This is why Tansler gave the embalmer detailed instructions on how to handle Elena's body. Otherwise, the undertaker could have botched Elena's second chance at life. Remember me saying he took care of her? Yeah, I remember. I remember. This is the worst. I hate it. During this time, cards and letters were arriving from Doris Tansler, Carl's actual lawful wife. Oh my God, she came back. She's back. Yeah, she's back in the story. You remember when I earlier, when I was talking about the airplane being the twist? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I aspire for that level of twistiness in my storytelling. That shit was wild just now. But he tossed them aside. Of course. Yeah, no way. He's crazy and obsessed with a corpse. Carl's only thoughts were of Elena. The need to make sure the body was clean and bereft of any parasites that might have begun feeding on the dried blood around her ears and head. I hate him. Could I just take a second? Like, you actually could have, like, a real woman. Yes. Like, like. A, he a has a wife. Yeah. He has a that wife. That he has, has been with because he's got two daughters, too. That has a pulse. Yeah. Like, that is an option. And, and also, it's the wrong? 1930s and you work in a hospital. If you really wanted to fuck a 20-year-old, you could. Very easily. <laughs> but, my like, she's not very far away, right? No. She's in Zephyr Hills. The, like, that's, that's half a state up. Am I mm-hmm. wrong? That's yeah, like mm-hmm. a couple of hours by yeah. car. A couple of hours. Like maybe maybe a day hours. and a half. Maybe a couple them. of more yeah, hours then, in yeah. that kind of a car. Well, but, he, like, he you have... Tampa? Back in the 30s? Oh, Tampa. You're right. Oh, no, Tampa. Zephyr Hills. Yeah, Zephyr Hills it's, it's is between by, Tampa yeah. and St. Pete. So that's like most of the state up. But still, yeah. like probably in that day and age, that's a day by car. Yeah. Oh, dear God, you have a woman with a pulse. But no, you decide to clean up the She's woman who's She's not a 20-year-old has... Cuban woman who's dying of tuberculosis. <gasps> that he was promised. Dead. Tuberculosis. Dead for two like years of tuberculosis. A. Gross. But also, why does the wife decide to like... Is that a picture of this woman? Yeah, that is a picture of Elena. That's the... Is that him? That's him. And that's her. And that's, and that's her. her. Yes. What we're describing Ew. is a picture of a creepy looking 70 year old old white uh, man and a beautiful Cuban woman. Yeah. You'll see the pictures on the in Facebook her prime. Page. So, Carl. Shit, are we going to get like zucked if we post some of the. No. No, no, no. no. We might get ratioed. <laughs> <laughs> Carl's only thoughts were of a lane. I don't know what zucked means, but I know what ratioed is. 
the the need to make sure the body was clean and bereft of parasite. I've already read that. I'm sorry. He stuffed her abdomen with sterile packing and treated no. it with lotions. He bandaged up the toes, fingers, and feet that had suffered decomposition. He treated the bandages with formalin to arrest any further decay. He prepared nourishing solutions with ingredients like olive oil and glycerin and some ingredients that he kept secret. The idea of waking Elena in her He current- even kept secret from his own memoir? Yes. Mm. That means it was the worst thing. That <laughs> it, was, it was probably like zebra cum or something. The- Literally, I was going <laughs> to say his own piss, but that's Don't even worse. Burgers. The only idea of wake the, the idea of waking Elena in her current condition was out of the question, so he was willing to take his time. He also began making cosmetic improvements on Elena. First, he I put. Told you, I told you guys, did I not? Right, <laughs> Barbie. First, he put splints into her nose for a month. After which, according to Carl, it looked as beautiful as when she was alive. His next action was to straighten out her arm that had been placed across her body in the coffin. He did this by attaching oh, a pulley system God. and a cord to some bandages on her wrist, slowly moving the arm until it was at the proper location below her hip joint. Is he still working at the hospital at this time? This is all, yeah, but he's doing all this in the airplane. So he's doing this all of this at night yes. because he doesn't sleep. Correct. So I'm Correct. still right. Yes, you yes. are. Then he used hot solutions to restore her intestinal tract. But Carl's greatest achievement to restoring Elena was his ability to make death masks. He had made several of her face in hopes of making one that would be a perfect, non-perishable copy of her face. And in doing so, he had discovered that the oiled silk he placed over her face to protect her hair, eyes, and face would fasten itself to her skin. Carl wrote, Later, after incubation of her body, I had to extend some protection all over her body. Only in this way was it possible to completely free her from those pests, which always doggedly found a way to attack her and cheat my rigid cautions. How rude of them. How dare they? Elena was becoming more of like a mummy, but to Carl, she was returning to life. Carl's world was soon thrown into upheaval. This is truly horrifying. Yes. I... uh, I'm getting so uh, much anxiety from this. Carl's world was soon thrown into upheaval when the Marine's hospital, the Marine hospital's leadership changed. The new head refused to let Tanzler keep the airplane in the back of the building any longer. So Carl was forced to move the plane to a new location he found at Rest Beach. Meanwhile, in Zephyr Hills, one and, and by the way, he described it and write it down, but he describes that Mario It's a me actually helped tow me. Whoa! Your brother actually helped tow the plane. Down the streets. Now, there was no wings on this plane at the time. Dragging or towing the car, the train. Oh, my God. The plane to his new location, unaware the entire time that Elena was in the plane that was being towed. They thought nothing of the smell. At this point, there was at no At that smell point, there. there can't have been a smell. There, there was all the smelly parts. Yeah, there was not much left of her. She was packed of yeah. sterile gauze. She was and basically, she was, uh, literally, she was a taxidermy. I was going to say, at that point, she may as well been have been taxidermied. Yeah. 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 So, um, meanwhile, in Zephyr Hills... This is why they don't let you taxidermy people, by the way. <laughs> this story, because of, it's so horrifying. Ugh. Meanwhile, in Zephyr Hills, one of Carl's daughters suddenly died of diphtheria. Desperately seeking emotional and financial support, Doris wrote to Carl and told him of the tragedy. But not only did Carl not respond, he did not attend his daughter's funeral, 
nor provide any financial assistance. Everything he had, time, energy, and money, was needed for the care of Elena. And it's not that he was a cruel man. He literally did not think of anything else other than Elena. That does not surprise me at this point. No, of course not. What he had in the truest form of the word was obsession. Yeah. 100%. Okay, so Carl spent the next two years on Rest Beach with Elena. No. Yeah, so now she's been dead for over four four years. years. And from what Carl states in his journal, they were the happiest of his life. There was no initial structure there, so Carl spent his nights in the cabin with Elena. Using a few broken walls from a previous factory next door, he began... Y'all, from... this all happened because this man had a crazy dream. Yes. Of, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is wild. So he began constructing a hangar and a laboratory for his work. He did this on his own in addition to the work he performed at the hospital. Bro, if I grew no up sleep. in the 30s, I would probably believe that this man had been possessed by the devil. <laughs> oh, for sure. Like, yeah. honestly, this is like, it's so, it's like, it's exactly twisted enough to, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. insidious, like they described the devil. Yeah. Right, exactly. No, it really is. I, if you, if you lived during this time and you heard about all of this, especially when, like, I guess for lack of a better term, spiritualism was still like regarded as fact you and would definitely like, believe that this man was possessed by something evil world war one or two is happening this is between one and two yeah yeah this is the early 30s oh my god so he began constructing a hangar and a laboratory for his work he did this on his own in addition to the work performed at the hospital but it was easy for him because elena was there to help and guide him he divided the building into two sections one side was the hangar for the plane complete with workshop the other I'm side. Sorry, one second. He's building a building separate from the airplane now. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I think I, he's building a hangar slash laboratory. Okay. For just the make just make it sure. The other side were his living quarters with and laboratory. In the laboratory, he had installed his one million volt transformer, an X ray machine, and an operating table. He's fully going to try to bring this woman back to life. Mm-hmm. That's, I was right on Frankenstein. Oh, I, I I called Frankenstein way early in this. This is the worst. Though the structure might not have lived up to the ideal that Tansler had in his head, there was no doubting that he had a prime piece of real estate. The sea breeze kept the mosquitoes at bay during the summer, and the fact that the property was on the leeward side of the island meant that when the cold northern winds of winter blew through, his, his land was always calm. I love cold northern winds of winter in <laughs> Key West. Yeah. <laughs> in his laboratory... It's that icy breeze, baby. Yeah. Carl spent his time mixing solutions, <laughs> testing pumps, and readying a new and improved incubator tank. Carl... I hate every time you use the word incubator. <laughs> oh. I uh, hate most things about this. Yeah, well... Carl described the procedure like this. I placed her gently in the incubator tank on a thick layer of white felt and filled the entire tank with a clear solution of oxyquinoline sulfate of sodium Oh, my God. Oxyquinoline sulfate of sodium. Sorry. And a temperature of 38 degrees centigrade. Blood heat. In this solution, I left her for 24 hours. Then draining the incubator by opening the bottom valve, I refilled the tank with plasma solution of bo- at body temperature. The fluid was kept automatically circulating 24 hours a day at a temperature of 37 centigrade. Am I the only one that, like, whatever, whatever, at body temperature, like, has the... Has everyone, like... 
actually read the Mary Shelley's Frankenstein where like he went and legitimately got like fetus fluid like like when like oh. a like a womb like burst you know what I mean like fetus like that that's literally no. what he like yeah. what the Frankenstein yeah. Yeah. thank you that word yeah. like he literally got that fresh for his monster am I the only one that's like thinking that <laughs> not anymore Thanks. Yeah, not anymore. Appreciate Thank you. That. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Carl would also take Elena out of the tank daily and allow her body to rest and then place her on the x-ray table to give her five-minute high-voltage radiation treatment. This is insane. <laughs> I know we've said it before, but wow. Carl wrote, as weeks passed on, I noticed with great joy and satisfaction how her form had filled out and developed. Oh, she's, her l- <laughs> she's bloating. Her she's living, literally is, swelling. Yes, she's literally bloating. Her living contour had filled out and she had gained weight. Carl's goal was to continue the treatments until she had reached 100 pounds. Just saying, even then, they liked thick women. <laughs> <laughs> no one has ever denied that. <laughs> Meaning a gain of Except 60 pounds since the beginning of treatment. <laughs> I'm not sorry for that one. Occasionally, he would kiss Elena while she was in the tank. <laughs> He stated Ugh. that he would get a taste of the surrounding water, which was analysis in itself. Oh, my God. I want to die. I've never... Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, I it tastes a little bit lie. more like cashews today. Oh, God. I have plenty of mental Ooh. issues. Um, Like, wanting to just perish spontaneously has never been one until that <laughs> moment. Now, the area around Rest Beach, despite its prime location, was rife with burglaries and thefts. Carl, out of fear of someone discovering Elena and harming her on night during the night, one night, took her out of the tank and fearing insects, and to retard desiccation, he wrapped the rest of her body in a layer of silk, and to protect her from thieves, he began sleeping alongside her at night. Of course. Oh, no. No one the wants to steal two that. hours that he did sleep. That Christmas was Carl's greatest moment with Elena. In a oh, picture no. that will be on the Facebook page. When So get ready for that, guys. Elena is lying in bed, dressed in her wedding gown. Beside her is a table decorated with a small Christmas tree covered with ornaments. Carl wrote of the Christmas celebration. There was a small bottle of wine on the table. I opened the bottle and filled one glass. Raising a prayer to our God for his blessing, I drank half of it and drew the other half into my mouth. Lifting her veils again, I pressed my lips firmly no. against hers, no. which were open just a little. Nope. Oh. Nope. I forced the wine into her mouth. Forced being the optimal word. <laughs> right. There. Yeah. The Even air- at the, the top word of the force. other episode, when you said that the safe, sane, and consensual thing, this is not where I thought this was going to go. <laughs> nope. But like, it's worse. I hate it more. Yeah. It's worse. I hate it more. It's yes. actually worse. I can't believe it, but it it is. I don't know why it would have been easier for my brain if it would have been what I thought my brain wanted it to be, or not wanted it to be, but thought it was going to be, but this is worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (sighs) The air from my lungs entered hers and caused her bosom to rise. (laughs) Bosom, though. I released my lips and she breathed out again. Not in this context. Fair. None but, of the words in this context are good. Yeah. But she retained... No, incorrect. They are good words. They're making them not good words. Yeah. But she retained... You have tainted the word bosom. I'm sorry. She retained all the wine. 
And also Bucket. How come he gets to apologize and not have to say he's not sorry? Because he doesn't do it every time he speaks. And, and let's be honest, I am literally t- mentally torturing everybody in this room right yeah. now. There yeah, you he, are does, he needs to tell us sorry. You're allowed to apologize. For his own mental health, he yeah. needs to say sorry. I had to ply you all with liquor to get you come back for the second part. Fair. Yeah. And I'm out. <laughs> Uh, I used this method of feeding her at different times with certain solutions when I wanted to be sure they went home Good where I wanted Lord. them to. Went home? What oh. the fuck? If I had a knife, I would stab myself in the leg right I now. already told you I don't know if I want to hit someone. I don't know if I want to cry. I don't know if I just need to take a nappy nap. Like, something like, needs need to, to happen held. right now. Like, I need to be held. I just want and to I don't see. even yes. like being touched, really. Like, I just want to call my mom. Awful. I just want to hug. Yes, I'm with <laughs> Ruben. So bad. <laughs> Now, it's strange that it never occurred to Carl to question why God allowed Elena to die if their relationship was blessed by the Almighty. I threw up a little bit in my mouth. Strangely, Carl optimistically accepted God's will and felt that what he himself was doing with this woman, who, keep in mind, had now been dead for over five years, was done with the Lord's blessing. At this point, I'm just finding solace and staring across the room at your Magnum P.I. DVDs. (laughs) Because nothing's more wholesome than Magnum P.I. Okay. (laughs) Tanzler was forced to move his entire operation one last time when Roosevelt's New Deal brought projects used to attract tourists to Key West too close to his home. Oh, he's made it through two presidents now. Moving his life to what... God, that is such a different perspective that I did not need on this, and fuck you and thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Moving his life <laughs> to what amounted to basically a barn near a mangrove forest. Life there became peaceful again. Carl lived in what amounted to wedded bliss with his bride, nope. unbothered by the world around them. Then, on July 29th, 1936, Carl wrote in his journal, Elena has at last reawakened to life. This was so real that I convinced myself it was not just another apparition or imagination. It was her own real body. Nope. Josh is truly broken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know if I shut the fuck Josh up for this long, I'm broken. Y'all, Josh is like so silent. His face is blank. And he is just staring into the middle distance as if we killed his mom in front of him. <laughs> like, I'm as- just like, there's a box set of... <laughs> Um, NBC's heroes. And I'm He's just... trying to console himself <laughs> with something other than what has been presented right in front of him. I just yeah. want to tell my mom the... I love her. I've been looking at the box for the mic stand, honestly, this whole time. Yeah. Just like, oh, wow. <laughs> Don's been my only view, so I had Orange. to shift it a bit. <laughs> you could look at Don, or you could look at the Repo Man poster, which looks yeah. like, oh, I don't know, a 70-year-old man who <laughs> stole a corpse. <laughs> <laughs> As I looked at her, I noticed the fingers of her right hand moving and taking her hand in mine. I felt how relaxed and soft it had become again. Because she was dead. Yeah. Her whole arm lifted up and her hand pressed firmly against my face and lips as she used to when she was alive so that I could kiss it. Nope. When I kissed her hand, she opened her eyes and looked at me intently. I've come to stay with you for a while and keep you company, she said. That's called a hallucination. That's that's called no. Nope, Probably from a combination of uh, old forty-year-old mercury poisoning, old age, and uh, a huge lack of sleep. And really, we have established that the man does not sleep. 
I would like to enforce that. I really don't even think 70 is like crazy, crazy, crazy old. But no, like, it's not. But in his case, it is. Yes. Yeah. Carlin- 70 years of mercury poisoning, radiation poisoning, right. and obsession with a corpse for five of those at least. Well, I've got... Uh, okay, guys. Because I've done this to you, I'm going to give you a light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, good. Oh, good. We are about done talking about what he does to the body. Oh, oh great. Oh, thank God. Carl immediately... That sounded like a trap, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> this is this is by the way all like all the different like the mercury poisoning, the sleep deprivation, the d- old age, all of that is to not even mention the fucking lead poisoning that like almost everybody was getting trace amounts of from yeah. there being lead in everything at this point. Everything. That's the picture of her laying in bed. Oh my fucking god. Okay, well that's more tame than I thought it would be to be honest. I yeah. expected something much more horrific. <clears throat> Definitely. It's ghostly instead of okay, horrifying. Okay, but yeah. we're still not accepting the fact that it's a... That's a corpse. Corpse? Yes. Yeah, a corpse bride. That has been dressed. Yes. Like, like this corpse has been dead for not like a few months, not a few hours. We're talking a years. This few corpse years. has been dead a few years. That's a new dress. Someone took the mm-hmm. time to put a dress not on Not someone. It. This man. This man <laughs> put a dress on it. Not Put Donald. a veil on it. The, the, not, not this man, this man. And then took a <laughs> picture of it. Yes. yes. Do you know how long it took to take a picture back then? Yep. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. Oh we're, my God, I didn't even think about we're that. We're so used to our like two second, yes. not even two second, millisecond pictures. He had to like get under the little fucking curtain you're with the big... You can literally be, take oh. a thousand pictures in a second. <laughs> This man had to wait probably hours for hours this thing for to the happen. Exposure. And of course, he had to develop it himself. Because yeah, because he had to probably rent something in order to take the film in and to develop it himself. Because there's because no someone, way that somebody would uh, be like, he "What the fuck?" Is he would have actually just needed the chemicals, and he could have uh, developed it himself in like a closet. Yeah. Yes, or something. he actually is true, but still, he could not have and brought it into a public he had room. No, absolutely to chemicals, not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is he could not have brought this to a public, like to a person whose job it was to develop these, because you know they're going to ask, like, "Hey, man, why? What the fuck?" <laughs> right. Now, Carl immediately went to make her a cup of beef tea, which I don't know. Obviously, what that is. beef but, tea. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. But by the time he returned, Elena's body had gone back to its original it, isn't state. Isn't beef tea just broth? broth? <laughs> That's what I thought. I don't know. At, at this point, we're just glossing right <laughs> over that one. Carl was devastated, thinking that it was his fault, that he was at fault, and that perhaps Elena's second chance at life was forfeit. It was your fault. Wait, she went back to her original state of death? Yeah, her rigid state, yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, because yeah, remember, she was talking to him and stuff before. She grabbed his hand. Yeah, that all definitely we happened. We also have to remember that weather in Florida, like Florida mm-hmm. is a bipolar mistress. So like <laughs> yes. the weather might have just changed like, oh, I don't know, a few 10 degrees as she does every five minutes. <laughs> and it she might it have It literally was 70 some odd degrees two days ago and we didn't hit 50 today. Yeah. Literally. Like, it's, it's so today. annoying. Well, freezing by Florida and standards. It, how sad is it that I've worked on this almost a year and it just hit me that this is literally our first story about Florida, man. Yeah. <gasps> <gasps> 
This is a Florida. I don't. True, you're right. It's true. No, he's a Germany man. We can't claim him. But he spent more of his life in Florida. We don't care. (laughs) No, no, no. My poor father claims to be a northern person, and I'm like, you have spent significantly more of your life in Florida, in the South, which really is Florida, the South, but still, than you have in the North. Doesn't matter. Now, unfortunately, Carl's new location was not set up properly for his electrical equipment, so the best that he could do was cover her in another layer of silken wax to protect her from the insects that were once again tormenting her body. Go, go away. Put Die her back. already, dude. Put her back. What? By 1940, so now we are literally nine years since she has died. And she hasn't been Good in her tomb Lord. for seven. Seven of them. Yes. Can I take a second? That beef tea yeah. is five ounces of beef chuck steak cut into half-inch cubes a fourth a teaspoon of salt, a three cups of water, all combined in a saucepan, mixed and boiled for a minute to reduce. Oh, so it's just a beef reduction. It is yeah. a beef reduction, but it's like in a teacup. Like that's how that's it's presented. Gross. Yeah. That's, that was apparently a thing. Sorry, I just had to share that. By 1940, people had begun to talk about Carl's strange purchases at the local shops. What did a single old man who lived alone need with all the silk dresses and perfumes and fancy soaps? It took them this long? Literally! Now keep in mind, well, saying that now is going to make this next sentence moot. Keep in mind that Key West is an island town that is a little over seven square miles in area. News traveled fast even back then. Children commented on seeing Carl in the window of his house at night dancing with a large doll. It was only a matter of time before the... Yo! Yo, Dan. no, no, no way. No, Fucking no. Christ. You don't know. How were you just going to read past that? <laughs> you were just going to read past that you and like not even... You were just going to keep going. You... <laughs> like, people <laughs> certainly knew. They had to How know. How did they not? Like, my thing... Okay, They're so gonna I'm going to go back to the fact that there was no fucking <laughs> Netflix. No one's going to know. No there was no, like, social media. There were no things to occupy people's time. But the first time. fucking time a kid comes home and's like, Hey, daddy, daddy, the guy down the street was dancing with a giant doll. Baby, I'm calling the cops. Like, I... Like... I'm black and I'm calling the cops on your ass. I don't give a fuck. Like, that's so wrong. People didn't have things to fill their time. Okay, incorrect. People actually had a lot of shit to fill their time with that we take for advantage these days. But still, like, you didn't have, like, gossip was what Nobody broke into his house when he was at the fucking hospital? Literally. Dancing with a giant doll. Doll. Like, not, not a doll. It's... Yeah, yeah, that I was, saw a couple of the pictures. That's it's, what she looked like at the end. No, not yes. not a doll. It's it's real. It's like that's this her. is about to be like this is gonna sound like a joke, but I'm not even fucking with you. It's it's like the um that famous painting that that Spanish lady fucked up of Jesus. Yeah, but a human oh. corpse. Mm-hmm. I was gonna make a real doll joke, but <laughs> no, it's it literally is like the her face version, but that lady made it. It's so creepy. Bad. Just, Don, bad. Bad Don. But I, we're it done. Looks, we're done talking about what he did to the body. But okay. it looks created. Like, that That It doesn't looks, look like, yeah. Like it, it doesn't look like a body anymore. It almost looks like right. paper mache. No. Yes. Right. That's exactly. what I'm trying to say. It's yeah. like, like, it looks like, like that lady painted it. It doesn't look like the same painting. Like, it's in the same position and perspective that the original painting was in, but it's a fully a different face. Yeah. 
So by 19... Putty. Okay, it yeah. looks like putty. Okay. Yeah. It was only a matter of time before the news reached Nana, Elena's Mike sister. Myers. Like a Mike Myers mask? That's yeah. what it looks like, but mm-hmm. with makeup on it. It's fucking creepy. On September 28th, 1940, Mario, who's still in the picture... It's a me! It's the a, fucking weird... Ass, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> the brother-in-law that had informed Carl of Elena's death came to Carl's house with important news. Elena's tomb had been broken into and the coffin tampered with. No. No! Oh, no! How far away? How long after? This is seven years after. Seven years? Yes. Seven full fucking years, John. I'm I'm wondering if it's a situation where he made it where everything, but somebody actually did come along and mess with the the door. Oh. And that's why it's seven years. See, that would make a lot more sense to me. So you went to the person who actually paid for all of it. Yeah. Like, I'm doing my best to imagine. Uh, Tansler, like hearing that news and trying to pretend to be shocked, like <laughs> <gasps> or being oh, actually no. shocked, like that's even oh, more horrifying God, to me. Is yeah, like, shit. Him getting angry, like who would dare disturb right. the scene that I yeah. Left? When Carl arrived- as he leaves the room where her body is. <laughs> yeah. When Carl arrived at the cemetery, he was met by Nana, Mister Bethel, the cemetery sexton, and Mister Pritchard, the undertaker. Nana immediately demanded that the coffin be opened, which, understandably, Carl Tansler refused. The sexton and the undertaker, sure that the inner coffin was still intact and not wanting to see the horror of a body that had been interred for nine years, placated Nana that everything was all right. Nana calmed down, but on October 1st, Mario returned to summon Carl to the cemetery again. This time, there was a crowd of people when Nana demanded Tansler open the coffin. Oh boy! Carl told Nana that they should this should be a private matter and not for the crowd's viewing pleasure. He agreed to meet with Nana and discuss opening the coffin in private. He offered to meet Nana meet at Nana's house, but she refused. So Carl agreed to meet at his house. Nana was trepidatious about it, frightened that the rumors were true. No. When they arrived at Tansler's house, Nana stayed back while Mario walked with Tansler through the rooms. When they got to Elena's bed, Carl called out, Come here, Nana, and see how beautiful Elena is resting in her bed, in her silken garments and with all her jewelry. Come and see. She could not have it any better anywhere. I think that this will pacify you now. Needless to say, it did not. Mario said that? No. No. Carl's, no. Carl's oh, okay, I Nana. thought so. No. I Yeah. Carl said it to Nana, right? Yes. Yeah. Nana was horrified by what she saw. Turning to Tansler, she asked how long had the body been there, to which Carl casually replied, seven years. Nana and Mario left Carl's house, and for the next five days... I wouldn't have left. I would have killed that motherfucker. Yeah, right. For like, the... I'm imagining if my sister's corpse was in some old-ass dude's bed, I would murder that man. So, uh, someone once, like, put it in perspective to me to, like... I said I had like, oh, I hadn't done something for so many years. And they basically put it in perspective to me like, oh, that's a fifth grader. So like that, that body has been there. Like that's a second grader. Yeah. yeah. Like that. Does that put that in perspective? If this man looked at me and casually said that my sister's corpse, he has been in his bed for seven years. Not just casually. That man is dead. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about the law at that point. I love I your sister, so I would hope so. Bro, I don't... Not just casually, but enthusiastically. Just enthusi- yes. yes! Absolutely, that man dies right then. <laughs> On the spot. And we have gotten to yet another episode where Ruben threatens straight-up murder. 
I'll kill him. I don't care. <laughs> I know. So, I believe you. I, I don't understand why it took another five days, but Carl sat alone with his bride, wondering what was going to happen, hoping they could stay together. Nigga, you didn't run? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> However, on October 5th, a motorcade headed by two sheriffs. And it took them how long? Five, five days. days. Um, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It so, does. Two sheriffs stopped in front of Carl's house. Carl was arrested for being in possession of a dead body. So I'm kind of glossing over the, the, the trial mostly because it's mostly just them deciding whether or not he was insane. So right. we're gonna, they I'm gonna had touch to on debate on that? Well, yeah, they you did. Gotta. Yeah, they so literally have to. Carl's trial was a media circus, as this was no without shit. a doubt the largest and most bizarre story the locals had ever heard. Word traveled up and down the now-functioning overseas highway, and people began to travel oh, yeah. to Key West to meet this tragic romantic. Romantic? Mm-hmm. Many who read this... You had to know there was going to be some stupid fuck out there that was um, going to read this it was as more incredibly than just romantic. A stupid fuck. I know, I know, but I mean, um, the same way, like, people idolize, like... Many, Harley Quinn and Joker. If you heard this story, <laughs> oh, that still makes. And from the perspective of the corpse, if you thought this was romantic, you need help. Or um, yeah. oh shoot, better help. What's his name? Please sponsor us name. for this episode. What? Um, Edward and Bella. No, no, that's <laughs> just fucked up. Romeo in and Juliet. Um, no, sorry, no more recent than that. Um, who, who, what are you now? Mr. Gray uh, and Anastasia. Siller, serial killer, um, I remember my mom being scared. Ted Bundy? Yes. Okay. Oh. So, like, even Ted Bundy, like, I remember, like, I have heard account of women who I, like, have personally spoken to. And I remember them, like, I, I have spoken to some women, including my mother, who were just like, that was terrifying. I remember being scared to even leave the house as a single woman, you know, da-da-da-da-da. And then I remember I have heard... From the mouth of other women being like, but I remember seeing pictures of him and he was so pretty. Yeah. And he was so attractive. And I like women were obsessed with him. And it just is absurd mm-hmm. how twisted in our minds we can I get. I mean, fucking Charles Manson got married yeah. in prison yeah. Yeah. from a fan right. of his. Yeah. That's absurd. Like it's, what? That's absurd. The Bundy thing kills me too because like. Bundy is objectively the least interesting serial killer, like of all the big <laughs> He's hitters. He's just a handsome killer. Yeah, literally, yeah, that's the a, only thing. That's the only like fancy or like unique thing he has about him. He I'd, was. I'd rather talk about the dude who made a belt of uh, faces. Yeah. No, it was a belt of nipples. Yeah, was it nipples? Yes, yeah, yes. He made a like lampshade of. Wasn't faces. there like a doorbell made from a vagina or something? Yeah, something. Like I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Or like a fan blade, something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It was a, it was a fan pull. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. That's so um, I love Ed Gein. The hearing was way better than Bundy. Pretty straightforward for the most part. Like I said, except most of it finding him whether or not he was insane. But there was one entertaining moment. And when I read this, I just laughed so fucking hard. Um, I don't think I'm going to laugh. The most entertaining moment of the trial occurred when the judge interjected in regards to Tansler stating that only he could bring Elena back to life. This is what the judge said. Sir, you have had the body for seven years, and yet she appears to be completely dead, lifeless, not alive. It seems to me that you don't understand. Count Von Kossel, listen to me carefully. What is left of Elena Hoyos is going to be buried. As the preceding justice of this hearing, that is my decision. 
The state attorney will decide whether or not to bring you to trial. Silence filled the courtroom. Fuck yes! Nice. Good. Okay, I stand corrected. Then, Hell yeah. Oh, that's not the funny part. Oh, shit. Then, in a move that either confirmed his insanity or proved that he had the largest testicles in all of Southern Florida, <laughs> Carl broke the silence by simply asking, now may I have Elena's body back? <laughs> Seriously? Seriously. Seriously. Oh, God. Silence filled our room. <laughs> He's definitely crazy. He's definitely crazy. To which... But I'm having fun. This Meanwhile, fun. as the trial was moving forward, the people of Key West were lining up to see a sight they had never seen before. Once the sheriff had told the Lopez funeral home to remove the body from Carl's house, the funeral home did not know what to do with the remains. Because of Carl's treatments, the body did not need refrigeration. There was a dispute as to who had custody of the body. Nana wanted it buried. Tansler wanted it back. The law did not want to have anything to do with it. So the funeral home, who had no guidelines for the situations like this, did what they did best. They had a viewing. 6,850 people came to view Elena's effigy. My point is just that that's too many. Yeah. 6,000 yeah. people. Like, I understand that every humans will be curious. Yes. But in the South, to me, 6,000 people being like, well, fuck whatever I had going on today. Let me go <laughs> right, see Right, I'm going to go check shit. out this body. That, to me, is, like, not quite Especially right. in the South. Like, yeah. South was rule back then. So, for seven, for, sorry, 6,000? 6,000 people, like, that's a, 600, whatever number he said, that is a lot of people to all come together and then to just be like, oh, I'm not going to work the farm, which is my living today. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm yeah. just going to congregate. Like Ruben said, that's just absurd. Rumor has it that schools had let out so the children could go and view what the national and at this point international news was talking about. Now, there were two people who had information about what kind of life Elena had after her death. A Dr. Depu, who performed an autopsy on the How body after it had been recovered from Tansler's house. And Dr. Foraker, who was in attendance. And they, for mysterious reasons, refused to talk about the case until 1972. 32 or 30 wow. years later. But when did he die? When 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 did Count whatever his name Count die? Castle? He died in the 50s. Mm. The like Tansler? Yeah. Oh, okay. Many professionals were called upon to give their opinion of Carl's mental state. All of them save for one declared him sane. One what? doctor What? Yes. One doctor out of Miami stated that he was insane. But it's important to remember that at this time the psychiatric community was navigating uncharted waters. That's true. No they one didn't had, have words yeah. for all the shit that Tansler was. They didn't have was. words for all the shit. And, like, they didn't have words for all the shit. And the people they were working with were, like, for lack of better words, the obviously crazy people. Yes. Like, right. the people who were, like talking to a wall the visibly crazy the visibly crazy and like and i think crazy is kind of derogatory too, like, to like to an extent but we get what we mean yeah and like we're, we're being very broad and we're right. not being callous in our broadness but like it just is what it is like we're talking about the people who are very like to the naked eye to the untrained yes. eye are like wow you got a screw loose you know what i mean like <laughs> right. that's all that they could diagnose at that point and it's just comical because Let's be honest, anyone Honestly, could Honestly, any it. doctor, even in the fucking 30s and 40s, who looked at a picture or the corpse itself and then looked at him and didn't say he was insane, I don't trust them. 
I think part of it too is they know if they say that he's insane, then they won't be able to have right. him executed or. Uh, this isn't an executable offense, but okay. It should be. It should be. Uh, I don't even believe in the death penalty, but so, that shit should be fucking. Carl yep. was so quick. In the end, Carl was declared fit to stand trial, which was scheduled to begin on November 11th, 1940. However, on October 22nd, the grand jury announced that Tanzler would not stand trial, even if he had committed a crime seven years earlier, because there was no law that the statute of limitations had not run out on. Oh, so we need to make laws for that. <laughs> the final interment of Elena, Elena, Elena Hoyos was just as creepy and bizarre as her life after death with Carl. This was because that those responsible for her return to the cemetery did not want Carl to find her again. Three people, yeah. three people were entrusted with the task. Key West Police Officer Chief Bienvenido Perez, Lopez Funeral Home Undertaker Benjamin Sawyer, and Cemetery Sexton Otto Bethel. They discussed at length how they should go about the task. Finally, they decided that in order to hide the burial, the di- they dismembered her body. No way. And placed her in an 18-inch square casket. which Cremate could- her! <laughs> For God's the, sake. For fuck's sake. But the point at that point, she really wasn't a body anymore. Yeah, but if you're worried about this man coming to find her corpse. At that point, you're like, burn, He's already rebuilt yeah. her once. No shit. Fucking burn her. Was like, cre- what? Was, was cremation available in the 40s? Oh, if it fuck, wasn't, make a pyre. <laughs> okay. Right. They burned make a people pyre. on they, pyres. They, they, they pyred people People for they the of years. Thousands. Don't judge me. I'm not judging you. Jameson I'm, I'm is the only way it. I've gotten through this. But literally, like, okay, so my thing is they've made pottery up until this point. Yeah. Like, if you can make pottery, you can burn a body. I'm not 100% sure on that, actually. I but they placed, they placed her in an 18-inch square casket, which could be buried. Cremation deep. probably began, in any real sense, during the early Stone Age, around 3000 BC. Fuck them, cremate yep. her. Okay. Well. And most likely in Europe, so... Then the three of them vowed to never disclose the location of the body, a promise that they kept to their dying days. Now, Again, who are we getting this information from? Now, this came from the actual police people. Okay, yeah. cool. So now we're, actually, we're out of I'm assuming we're done with Carl yeah. since this. Okay, thing. cool, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. After being released from prison with no job... I'm real fucking done with him. <laughs> no job, no money, and no Elena, Carl quickly tired of life in Key West. I hope he died painfully. Well, and, made, and began making preparation to move back to Zephyr Hills with his sister and estranged wife and children. Oh my God, this man got to just go back to his wife. But before he left, he had one last thing to do. The crime that he was initially charged with was wanton and willful destruction of a tomb. Carl decided that before he left, he would show the city what that actually looked like. <gasps> Stop! Going back to his home one last time, he opened a box that contained blasting caps, a clock, a detonator, and dynamite. He just had the shit on hand? Yes. Sneaking it's in between World War One like... and Two G. Of course he did. <laughs> Sne- uh, sneaking this is some in... like Looney Tunes. Like... <laughs> I'm picturing Acme Dynamite. Like yes, Sne- Acme or what's the Roadrunner in? Um... Yeah, Acme. yeah. Sneaking into the cemetery just as he did almost ten years earlier. He okay, had... so when I asked earlier, so he's if this is still erect. Uh, he's probably late 70s. 52. Late 70s. He, he was born in 77. He died in 52. So, yeah, pushing Good 80. Lord, this man lived to be 80. But uh, sneaking in almost 10 years earlier, um, he attached the bomb to Elena's tomb that he had built and set it to detonate 24 hours after he left Key West. 
At the appointed time, there was a loud explosion heard throughout the city, and Elena's tomb stood in ruins. Now, the end of Carl's story is quite underwhelming, considering the life he had supposedly lived. So he didn't die painfully, is what you're telling me. He lived in quiet solitude with his sister and his unfinished plane. His relationship with his wife... Nothing about his wife. Uh, sorry. Well, his, okay. his relationship with his wife was never mended. He did, write, uh-huh. he did write his version of his story in his own words, which was printed in the magazine Fantastic Adventures, but he never received payment for them. In the end, it, it was his wife, Doris, that showed compassion to him and finally took him to the gravesite of their daughter, Crystal. In an act that mirrored what he had done for Elena, he built a monument for Crystal's grave out of concrete. Carl's story came to an end on an unknown day in July of 1952. After days of not seeing Carl walking around the town picking wildflowers, nearby neighbors called the sheriff's office to check on him. They found Carl's body, badly decomposing, lying on the floor of the living room. Elena's coffin sitting on the coffee table, and the death mask Carl had made many years ago of Elena was resting on a wax figure of his eternal bride next to him. Jesus. Carl's cause of death was ruled as a heart attack. Shit. Now, there is one final urban legend that has never been confirmed. I hope she came to life and killed his ass. <laughs> Literally. It was rumored that when Elena's body was autopsied after her life with Carl, there was a paper tube located in the area where her vagina would have been, oh. giving credence to the story that Carl had consummated his marriage with Elena. And he just puts down his papers like he's done with the script after that. Like there's nothing well, else to be said. And he looked at me like, in my eyes, Josh. <laughs> he looked at me in my fucking eyes like I wasn't going to be mad. He's but like, ah, yes, and paper? that is exactly where I planned to end this script. I but am now done. But if it's a paper tube, I hope something chafed. Oh, oh just dick full of paper cuts for Literally. I, should, oh, I hope she came to life and choked him to death with that fucking tube. Oh. And that's it. No, that's not it, Don. That is frequently how shit ends here, honestly. (laughs) Yep. And I even know that. I've listened to the podcast. Yeah, he barely got punished and then he died when he was old. Like, (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly what happened with, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, Mangala. Mangala. Mangala, He barely got punished and then he died old. He died of a heart attack in a pool, though. Yeah, in Venezuela. Okay, my yeah. thing is with panic and anxiety disorder, I know what a panic, I know what a heart attack feels like, you know, on like a monthly basis. So I'm right. like, so to die of that, I'm like, if I survive that monthly, fuck him, <laughs> yeah. fuck him to have died of that. It's not that bad. I think it's, it's bad. I think it's best I mean, it if is we pretty just bad. pretty fucking bad. If we it just is. put an end to this this night and just. Tell everybody where they can find us. Good lord! Okay, yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have no wind down time. We're just gonna we're just gonna leave you guys reeling from that the same way Don has done. Don looks so. This is so much. He's so fucking proud of himself. He's so fucking proud of himself. I don't ever want to hear shit about that again. (laughs) So much. I don't. I know we have to close out, but I also just want to tell everyone to have a happy, healthy, wonderful rest of your day as much as you possibly can with what we've just given you. Yes, listen, go to therapy. should also point shit. out that this episode is airing the day before Valentine's Day. Hey, fucking so, happy, happy, happy fuck? fucking Valentine's Day. Happy Single day. Awareness Day. There you go. <laughs> hey, listen, as, as a single person, fuck that shit. As a fellow <laughs> single person, happy single fucking Awareness Day. Valentine's was a Christian saint. I have nothing to do with him, nor does my relationship status. So anyway, give us that five-star rating on Spotify. Please. Uh, immediately. 
And big thanks, Cat, for being here. Yeah. Hey, thank we you, Cat. We earned those five stars, and we yeah. appreciate Cat for being here so that we didn't all die. Yeah. Give, give the five guys. stars for Cat. We'll be sending them all to her <laughs> yes. after you after you give them to us on Spotify. And do not be surprised and if you Apple. hear her voice again. Yes, do not be surprised. <laughs> that This was a ton of fun. We'll probably bring her back. If I'm bribed with more snacks, I will be back. <laughs> we'll have to keep nuts and jerky We're on deck. If I have my jar of nuts, I will be fine. All right. Jerk nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, if you have anything to say to us, send us a message on Facebook. I will probably be the one that replies to you. And I love to hear from you. So send us a message. And again, just to point out, if you have any local legends yes please send, send them, them our way our we've way. gotten a few but we've it's got not a few enough. yes we're, we're gonna compile them it's gonna mm. be a, a good long episode where we're gonna cover a lot of localized urban legends so so what did you guys think of the multi-part episodes yeah yeah definitely let us know what you thought of the the longer form uh multi-part format that now, we we've won't, we won't be doing this for all of them no but. not not all of them but um if you prefer that you know, our podcasts are more bite-sized. Let us know that. If you prefer that they are longer and you get more information with more in-depth like this, let us know that too. Because Keep in we'll... mind that I do this for fun and I don't give a fuck what you think. Yeah, so, Ru- yeah. Ruben, Ruben doesn't care, but Don and I kind of do. So uh, let us know. And Cat's just along for the ride. Cat <laughs> is also here. Um, yeah, I've been... We do appreciate you guys listening to us, but I super <laughs> don't care about your opinion. <laughs> and that's what makes us great artists. <laughs> yes. So, I've um, been exhausted by all of this. I've been Ruben. And I've been Don, and... I've been Kat. And this is Sassafras, Charlie, signing off. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.